Everyone loves to create something, but not everyone cares for what they create. They don't always take care of what they bring into being. This truth is especially applicable to men on this Father's Day weekend. How so? Well, a husband can create a house, but it takes a father to convert that house into a home. Grammatically speaking, we might put it like this. The word father is not only a noun, it is also a verb. To father, the verb, means therefore not only to create a family, but to care for that family that you bring into being. Only a father can transform a house into a home. And that fathering is the much harder part of being a man. Any man can be a husband. It takes a real man to be a father. A couple of humorous examples may illustrate the difference between a husband and a father. After a young couple brought their new baby home, the wife suggested that her husband should try his hand at changing the diapers. I'm busy, he said. And then he added, I'll do the next one. The next time came around and she asked again. The husband looked puzzled and answered, Oh, I didn't mean the next diaper, I meant the next baby. (laughs) It's easy to be a husband and to bring a baby into the world, but it's much harder to be a father and change the poopy diapers. Here's the second example. A man and his wife were sitting in their living room and discussing a living will. The man said very boldly, Just so you know, I never want to live in a vegetative state, dependent on some machine with fluids from a bottle keeping me alive. If that ever happens, just pull the plug. His wife got up, unplugged the TV, and threw out all the beer. Do you know any men who are in a virtual vegetative state at home, ladies? Such a man may have become a husband, but he would never reach the high ideals of a faithful father. Our scripture readings today speak of how God is not only the creator of all, but he's also the father of all. That is, he cares for the creation that he brings into being. In the first reading from the book of Job, fatherly language is applied to God, who not only creates, he cares for his creation. We read, The Lord answered Job out of the storm and said, Who shut within doors the sea when it burst forth from the womb? From the womb. When I made the clouds its garments and thick darkness its swaddling clothes. Remember when Jesus was born and wrapped in swaddling clothes? Even though some husbands do not want to touch dirty diapers, God the Father cares for his creation, providing swaddling bands, the clouds and the darkness that are sort of the diapers of the deep sea. He cares for his creation. In the gospel today, Jesus imitates the Heavenly Father. Why? 
Well, because like father, like son. Mark explains how when a violent squall came up and began tossing their boat around, Jesus, who was asleep, awakes. And with the same authority of God the Creator, says, Quiet, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. Jesus did not remain in a vegetative state of sleep like some husbands who are on life support. Our Lord awoke to care for his sons, his apostles. To be sure, Jesus has come as the husband of all humanity to marry his bride, the church. But he also fathers his family like God the Father. That is why when Philip asked Jesus to show them the Father, he answered in John 14, 9, Have I been with you so long, and yet you do not know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. In Jesus, therefore, we find both the Holy Husband and the faithful Father, the Creator and the one who cares for his creation. On this Father's Day, let me invite all the men here, indeed all of us here, to catch the difference between a husband and a father, between merely building a house and building a home. You know, I am convinced that it is a fundamental failure in fatherhood that has made abortion such a scourge in our society. Men are as responsible for every abortion as women are. Maybe more so. Why? Well, because it takes two to tango. And often it is because the woman is left alone to shoulder the burden of an unplanned pregnancy that abortion looks so appealing. Or maybe the only option. Abortion exists to a large degree because so many men are in a hurry to become husbands, but failures at being fathers. Another aspect of fathering that goes far beyond husbanding is fathering a family spiritually. That is being the spiritual leader of the family. Yesterday, I celebrated the baptism of Sophie Higginbotham, She is the baby daughter of a couple that I married nine years ago in Fayetteville. When I baptize a baby of a couple that I married, I call that service after the sale. (laughs) At the end of the baptism, the priest blesses the father of the child. He says, May God bless the father of this child. He and his wife will be the first teachers of their child in the ways of faith. May they also be the best of teachers. In other words, what makes a father different from a husband is precisely service after the sale. That is, your wife has bought what you were selling when you got married. Now you must provide tireless service for your family especially in terms of being a spiritual leader. To be a father, you must be the first and best teacher in the ways of faith.
On this Father's Day, we thank God for all the men who have hit a home run in being not only husbands, but also fathers. But we also pray for all those men who seem to strike out, those who struggle and stumble to live up to that high calling. Any man can be a husband. It takes a real man to be a father. After all, to be a father means to say, a little like Jesus said to Philip, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Praise to Jesus Christ.